Hey everybody, I'm Larry Little, and you're listening to Crossing the Line, a podcast where I talk with people about the moments in their life when they cross that line from leading with their head to leading with their heart. Today, well, today is family day on the show. Uh, Our guest is... Well, she's family to me. We've we've known her for over 35 years. Uh, She is a dear, dear family friend to myself and my wife and our entire family. Her family is is our family. Uh, Her name is Terry Collins. She is a representative in the state of Alabama, but she's much more than that. She is a very courageous, um, she is a very intentional, a very positive leader, uh, not only in the community, but across the state. She has... Uh, taking stands when nobody else would. She knows what it means to go through hard times. She knows what it means to struggle, and she's going to tell us about some of those struggles today. She really has uh, an interesting story, story of strength, courage, and perseverance. I think you're going to enjoy, and I think you're going to be inspired by her and by her leadership. So let's jump into our conversation with Representative Terry Collins right now. Well, this episode of Crossing the Line is where we talk with family. I'm so excited today. I'm, I'm, yeah, I've got my family here. How can you not be excited to have family? Terry Collins, Representative Terry Collins. Let's see. Does that mean I should say your honor? I'm not sure. How about Terry? How about Terry? That That's cool? a great thing to say. We're so glad you're here. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks for coming, being a part of somebody. I know, you know, guys, it's like your brother. It's like I'm talking to my brother. But thank you for that. I appreciate it. It means an awful lot. So welcome to Crossing the Line, Terry Collins. Thank you. Good to be here. So Terry, obviously, for those of you that don't know, we go back a long way. We've been we've been friends like family for 35 years. So let's just have a, a little uh, conversation. And the reason I want to do this is people need to know, I mean, you're an amazing legislator. You, you're brave. You're courageous. You, you stand for things that nobody else would do, things that are right. And boy, what what uh, respect and a little probably vile you get uh, as you do that. But today, um, I want to talk about you. I mean, I think it's awesome what you do, but and crossing the line, the question is, how did you get to the place where you can make those stands? How did you get to the place where you could be the woman leader that you are in, in today's culture, especially in government culture and in our state? There's something there that 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 allowed you to have that tenacity, um, that perseverance. So we're going to talk a little bit about you. Is, is that OK? Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go back. I want you to think back in your life growing up. Let's say Terry is eight years old. Give me a day in the life of Terry Collins as an eight-year-old. Um, Terry Collins had a really good eight-year-old life. She had a really good childhood. Um, grew up in a little neighborhood with a mom and dad and brother that we got along. We had friends. We rode bikes. We walked to school. We... Um, um, took family vacations. We spent time with my grandparents. I knew all my grandparents. I knew all my great grandmothers. Oh wow! I um, had become a Christian by eight years old, so I loved Jesus, and that mm. was important. Um, life was really good for Terry Collins. So, so wonderful. Now, were you in the city? Were you out in the country? You I was grow? in the city. I grew up in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And so I was just inside the city limits. I went to Green Acres Elementary and had been baptized there at Midfield Baptist Church. So, wow. Um, 
But yeah, it's a fun time. I mean, you look back and you rode bikes and you climbed trees and you played with Barbies outside and you had friend groups and you just ran around. It was a good time. So, you know, great childhood. But your parents had, I mean, they had to instill some things in you, even as a child. Think think back with me. What are some of the things that they that they taught you or demanded of you? What what were the rules in the Collins house that you remember growing up? We um, had chores that we did around the house that we had to take care of things in the house, take care of our things, make sure. Mom was a nurse. Daddy worked um, some different places, but um, um, he... They enjoyed a big friend group, which I think maybe that kind of instilled in me. I have a big friend group, and um, I thought of all of their friend groups as part of our extended family, and we um, we enjoyed a good time together. So um, to enjoy life, I guess, and to um, see your blessings, enjoy that. I don't, I don't really think. They worked hard. We had a good work ethic. We um, took care of each other. Life was good. Life was good. And then adolescence. All right. Now you're up and uh, let's say you're 12, 13, 14, 15-ish. What was life like then? It was pretty similar growing up. I went to an elementary school that was first through eighth. So a lot of that kind of goes together. Uh, When I was going to go into high school, my family moved so that I wouldn't go to the school I was zoned for. And I ended up going to Huffman. And um, so we moved and my brother wasn't in high school. He was a year younger. So he, it was not a good transition move for him. It wasn't a good time. It was for me. I had a great experience at Huffman. It was um, met new friends, Mm -hmm. um, enjoyed going through high school, um, felt like very prepared for college later on. Mm -hmm. Um, But he struggled some during that time. So this is where Terry's leadership journey really begins. So I want you to listen up here and lean in as life begins to change um, with the struggles of her brother. So this is this is what leads to really some of the strength that she has uh, today. So dynamics, uh, family dynamics kind of changed a little bit. A bit. Yeah. Um, and, and that's life and, and that happens. How did that, did that affect you at all? What, what, you, what were you thinking? You're, you're seeing him struggle. You're going, hey, I'm, I'm not. Obviously, you were, but you were part of the, the family system that experienced well, that. Well, we would go to counseling because he was struggling. Okay. And so, um, I think some of the things you learn when you're going to counseling is that it seems like it's all about him because he's struggling, but in essence, maybe it was all about me because maybe I was setting a bar that he wasn't comfortable with or whatever. Mm. So, but we, um, we just, um, moved through it. We continued to love each other. He, um, had some issues with, um, marijuana and, um, beer and, they um, weren't a good combination. That's right. So he had he had some difficulties, and so now you're in your your high school years. Talk us through that. High school was good for me. We um, he, he we were still struggling with him. If I had a struggle during that time, it was knowing how to um, our family dynamics could keep that 
relationship we'd had before and I moved through. You know, it's like we kept wanting to pull him back to the side where we'd been, but he was having a harder time with that. So he's having a hard time. The family's now in crisis. Many times. Yeah. And what did that do in terms of, of your relationship to him? And what did that from the inside of you, what did that bubble up? What did what kind of think think for me around, okay, your your family now is different, your brother's struggling, um, it's not so much fun anymore, uh, you know, at least all the time. Yeah. What does that do to Terry? What well, I think what I've done and during that time was you wanna help. I mean to be honest, as a follower of Christ, you're supposed to love your brother. And the hardest person in my life to love was my brother. <laughs> so uh, yeah. so you're, you're yeah. kind of moving through that a little bit. But you do love him. You do want the best for him. But he's leaving home. We're looking for him. We're, we're, we're doing things that you're just really not wanting to do. But in the midst of all that, I'm having a friend grave. I'm very active at church. I'm going to church camp. I'm thriving. And he wasn't, but I'm in high school too. There wasn't a lot I could do. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're very, very young, but uh, now you're, you're very young, but, but we're going to say that was, I'm guessing probably in the seventies, maybe eighties. When was this in the the seventies? So the resources even probably weren't what they are today. Probably not. Even the the ability to, to recognize and deal with and and work through. Um, So, so what happened next? Um, I went to college. I um, graduated ahead. from the University of Alabama. I knew that I, was coming. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Um, had a great time <laughs> in college. Met lots of new friends again. Um, I um, met Tom Collins. Um, we dated for three years during college. Um, really part of my freshman year, so maybe parts of all four years. Um, it was a good time. We, we enjoyed it. I mean... Family was still struggling, but I really didn't live there anymore. Um, so I'm at school. Yeah. Um, you know, when we come home, my parents moved to Montgomery, and we um, I would work on the summers, and um, I was still good. Still good things are going on, and I enjoyed that. And I guess Tom Collins and I are falling in love. And, <laughs> I love it. Um, we got married right after college <laughs> and um, enjoyed life. Tom Collins was an incredible Auburn fan, and, and, you know, he loved the Auburn Tigers. Is that right? That is – he loved the SEC. No. But he's probably (laughs) very partial to the Crimson Tide. Tom Collins taught me his love for Alabama, seriously – 35 years. His love for Alabama taught me how to be an Auburn fan. He, he was amazing. He's a good fan. Oh, he was a great He's fan. A good and fan. He, he used to tell me, he said, you know, look, all of my children are going to Alabama. If your children go anywhere but Auburn, you're not a good parent. Yeah, he so, did <laughs> say that. He said that to people whose children went to other places. So. And joking, but it was it's great. So you guys met. You fell in love. Your life is, is good. Um, you get married. Where are you now? Are you in? Mm-hmm. We um, got married. Mother and daddy still lived in Montgomery. We moved to, to Tuscaloosa, actually, for about four or five months. Okay. And then we moved to um, Florence for four or five months. And he had gotten accepted into a TVA training program. So after that time, we moved to Chattanooga and lived there for a couple of years while he was in the training. 
All right. So I want to kind of pause here and go back just for a minute because you have you said something a minute ago that I kind of want to just just unpack a little bit. Okay. You, you said, you know, we just several times you said we just move on. We just we just go on. We move through. We push through. And yet you're doing that. You've learned that trait and it has served you well. Fast forward up to 2021. It served you really well. How in the world did you, how did you get that? How, how did you get that ability to persevere, to push? Because your brother's still struggling at this season of your life, right? Mm-hmm. He's struggling. Yes. You could have become bitter, angry, you know, all these things that would have polarized you, but you didn't. How, how did that happen? I mean, I think it is definitely my walk with my Lord and my Savior. I think that I've had a... Um, when I started and we talked about I was already a follower of Jesus by eight years old, I didn't really fall away. Mm. I led Bible studies when I was in college. I, I enjoyed and loved my relationship with Jesus. But that is what gave me the strength to carry through. Mm. That is what helped me try to be a good sister, try to be a good daughter through all of that. But also live my life and do the best I could do. And I think that is what gives me a strength. Even to them. So you were leading through that adversity, through that hard time. You learned to, to push through that mm-hmm. with your faith. Mm-hmm. But your faith, it, it, you know, it, it gives you strength, but you have to choose to access that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. were there times when you just were weak when you didn't want to push on, but you chose to? Or- well, I'm sure that there are times that you do that, but but my walk is, is kind of daily. Hmm. And if you remember, too, when I mentioned high school, I was going to church camps. I was in the church choir. Hmm. I was doing all those things. And those are things that give you that inner strength, too, because they help you with that knowledge. And when you run up against issues that people are struggling with, you learn because you are surrounded by a group of people that have a good faith and that have a knowledge of God's word and they help instill your confidence in your faith wow. and you just keep moving forward. You keep, I love that. That keep moving forward. That needs to be a, a slogan or something. Yeah. Doesn't it? Really? It exemplifies your life as we're going to learn that that's what you have done all of your life. You can keep moving forward. So you met Tom Collins Fell in love. You guys are newlyweds, living. We're in Chattanooga. You said, "Is it? What did you Chattanooga. say? Chattanooga. Yeah. That's awesome. Living in Chattanooga now. Things are 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 uh, lovely mm-hmm. uh, for you. You're out of the some of the trauma that had been caused with with your brother's dysfunction. But then what happened? Um, we lived in Chattanooga for a couple of years. He um, got a job at Browns Ferry, so we moved to Decatur in 1983. Um, I had my first child in 1983, um, and um, life was still really good. Um, Scott, my brother, was in a car accident the year after that, and he um, was killed. So this is the hammer of tragedy, um, the first tragedy that struck Terry's life. Notice how she recalls and how she even uh, remembers that, that it was it was so difficult, but yet she had a foundation as this pattern of great leaders. She had a foundation that allowed her to lead through this, uh, even in her pain, um, the first the first major tragedy in her life. So 
um, tragically, mm-hmm. uh, his his struggling never really he never really was able to do what you did. He was never mm-hmm. able to push through. He was never. You know, you s- you talked about that we know more things now, and all mm-hmm. we've talked about it as a family that that he very possibly was struggling with like bipolarism mm-hmm. or yeah. um, something, and the yep. drugs and the beer didn't help. But um, right anyway. Um, during that time, being strong for mom and dad, being um, just shocked. I mean, when you lose someone young, it's hard. Um, that little baby was our um, kind of saving grace gift from God through all of that because mm-hmm. we could love on her and um, help us get through. And you said you were strong for your parents. How'd you do that? What did I that come you from? Just, you just keep... Actually, one of the things Daddy said during that time, he called me a Tefo broad. And <laughs> he was a Marine, so uh, I think he meant it in a most complimentary <laughs> sure, fashion. Yes, I know he did. <laughs> but um, I did have a strength. I mean, mm. I had a strength from a long-term faith. I had a strength from the confidence that Tom Collins, mm. because of our relationship together and because of mm. our faith together mm. and... We worked with young people together, and we were doing lots at church still and very involved. And um, he, his love for me and that family experience that I had coming up, oh, helped make me that strong, that tough abroad or whatever. Anyway, so I do think that there was a strength there that came from the strength and confidence of the really good times and the strength to keep moving forward in the times that are not good. She's a strong woman who gained strength from her faith, but also from her husband, Tom, who believed in her and who gave her that strength to walk through the the good times, but who, who gave her the strength to walk through the hard times never underestimate the power, um, the importance of someone you love who believes in you and gives you strength. What a great, a great message by Terry. So there, there it is again, keep moving forward. And, and that's kind of who you are. And, and you did that. Although you were the one that were, you know, you were now an only child. Yes. So all of a sudden, you, you have to look at your mom and dad and go, you know, I want to be strong for them. That's, right. that's what you said. Right. And and your dad called you a tough old broad, which is, mm-hmm. which is amazing. How did that, now you're an only child, they're struggling, they're hurting. What did that do to Terry Collins? You just hurt for them. And you just try to be the best daughter that you can be at that point. I mean, my grandparents were still with me. I was still close with them, like I'd mentioned earlier. Um, I... Um, You just move forward. I was still with my mom's mom and dad a lot. Mom, Jill Pop, I um, still visited with them. We still had all our holidays together. We were now at my house because holidays at home with mom and dad were hard. Mm. And so mm. um, holidays came to my house, mm. which is great. And so um, holidays came to your house. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and, of course, the precious baby was yeah. there to... And there's another one then, and then another one, so... I'm loving yeah. it. Uh, three. Three. Eventually. Eventually. So, 
things have changed. You're moving on. You're moving forward. But now you find yourself, and and this has been a pattern, I think, of your life. Somehow you you're giving back. You're giving to your parents, and holidays are there. But somewhere along the way, you and Tom decided that that you not only are there for your children, but you have a history of opening your home to tons of other people. I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it was amazing. We'll talk about his legacy in a minute, but it's amazing to see and to experience how many people you have impacted throughout your time, throughout your, your years together. Uh, how did that start and where did that come from? I used to say that Tom Collins and I started working with youth right after we stopped being youth. <laughs> and um, I think that was it. God just gave us a love for young people. And so we started um, Central Baptist Church here in Decatur, and we were working. Well, actually, we started in Florence, even when we were just first married and um, working with youth. And then we worked about 10 years there. And like you said, we, we opened our home. They would come over. They would come for weekends or on Wednesday nights. And um it was a good thing. We um, moved um, eventually to Wesley Memorial, and we worked about 26 years there with young mm-hmm. people. Um, we'd teach Sunday morning and youth council Sunday night, and then I did a disciple Bible study on Wednesday nights with the kids forever and ever. So just having people in and being comfortable with that and then having my children grow up in that atmosphere, I think think has been a good thing for them as well. It, it, it's amazing. Your children grew up with that same, and to this day, I, I, I see it all that the time. I just recently saw it when you guys were at the house. They they just accept people. Somehow or another, this inclusiveness, it's not a politically correct agenda thing. You just lived it, and everybody was welcome in the Collins home yes. at all times of the day and night sometimes. Yes, yes. And, and uh, we got a little bit of that because your kids thought, well, if they're welcome at your home, they're welcome at our home. <laughs> and you taught us that, and it's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. But you have you have impacted a, a, an awful lot of people with that philosophy. Did your experience with Scott, your brother, who, who had a tragic accident, but the before that, the all the things that you went through with him, did that help you with teenagers? Did you have, did you use some of that? That, hey, I've been through that? Or? I would say that I'd not, I've not thought about that before, but I would think that, yes, that's the truth, that, that it did affect some of that. Um, even just going to the counseling early, like I mentioned when we were all in high school as a family. And so I think I did. I think, too, when you're preparing for a Sunday night or Sunday morning or Wednesday night, you're you're learning things, you're studying so that you're prepared to lead and to teach. And I think some of that just basis and that word of God would fill me up and would make a difference in the young people yeah. too. Yeah, well, yeah, that's obvious. Your spiritual walk has has been incredible. But but it was that that just down to earth acceptance that I remember so well that you and Tom, it didn't matter what they were going through. It didn't matter if they were into drugs and alcohol. It didn't matter. Come come on. Come on. And, and it was such a non-judgmental. Um, sometimes we get, you know, religious uh, and we get religious in our own mind and we turn people off with that, right? You know, you have to be so spiritual to come. But you never you never did that. You, I hope you just not. just come I as you not. are was your was so. your thing, which is really cool. But now it makes kind of makes sense because you'd walk through some of those difficulties. Mm-hmm. You yourself had walked through and Tom had as well. And so you guys said, we're gonna I love that we're gonna keep 
going to the next thing and our next thing includes in, in caring for those and you've been caring for people all, all your life. So take a minute and talk about your three treasures for me and uh, who are now, well, actually it's more than that now because, because you have um, one of them's married, but tell me, and you have a special, two special, special treasures. So tell us about your kids and grandkids. Um, Tracy's my oldest and she also is working with young people now. So at mm-hmm. her church and that's exciting. And she married Joseph and they live in Coleman and they have two precious little children, yes. Riley and Dyson. So um, I enjoy being with them. Trisha, um, I hear is a wonderful she, marriage and family therapist. She's and amazing. She is amazing, amazing, and she does a great job, and she's active in her church and loves the Lord, too. And Taylor, my son, is in New Orleans. He's been working. Um, he, he was a Teach for America teacher okay. and became a principal after yeah. he got his um, master's in leadership. And he has just this week moved to another um, sales kind of pos- position for an online platform um, in a whole different, not education area. So, but um, kids are, are good. I'm, I'm proud of who they're becoming. Absolutely. And you had time poured into them. And, and I remember tons of softball games and basketball games and tennis and on and on and on and, uh, and built quite a, quite a legacy that you're passing on to them to give back to others. And they're, and they're doing that. It's, it's really amazing. And so life was good. You, you were pushing through, you're moving on. You we just move on as you like to say, I love that. Um, and then you got kind of hit in the face uh, not not too long ago with something you never expected. Can you talk about that? I was talking about Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, um, we lost Tom. This is where Terry's faith, her identity, her leadership, her life. Um, is put to the test. This was a tragedy where she lost her husband way too early. Uh, We all lost him way too early. And how she is going to face this, um, this devastation, how she is going to walk through this uh, is a culmination of what she's been through, her faith and the things and struggles that she's faced with her brother and, and other losses in her life who who all were very, very difficult, but not like this. Listen to how she handles this. You know, and um, I um, had experienced grief through Scott, through I'd lost my daddy before, I'd lost one of my best friends before, so mm-hmm. kind of knew how grief went. But it's still completely different when it's like that. Um, we've been seeing moving on. I think last year my word was push forward. You just keep push pushing forward. forward. Push forward. And um, you, I, I know I even the next week afterwards went back to the legislature mainly because I just needed to get that first day back over with. Mm-hmm. But that's part of that Um I occasionally use the word tenacity when we're doing legislation because it's such a nicer word than some of the others that you could use. Yes. Um, so, um, but I know that my faith has walked with me. 
I think my family, that close relationship with all of my family, mm-hmm. walks with me mm-hmm. through that. Mm-hmm. But I also know that God uses y'all, my friends, mm-hmm. who have continued to circle around me yeah. and be my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I think you have to learn how to be just you after you've been a y'all a couple for right. forty years. Um, and that's hard to walk through, but it's what you do if you want to keep on living and you just push forward and you hold on tight to um, Jesus and to your friends and to your family. And um, the verse I thought of when I knew we were going to come do this, the scripture verse was Romans 8. 28 and it's I know I've known since I was a child I know that God works all things for good I've seen it I've seen purposes come when I didn't have any idea why I've learned he doesn't care if I ever understand the why he just wants me to trust him and so there will be no reason why Tom Collins is not here. That's right. But but he'll use it That's right. because I am called by him. That's I am right. loved by him. And there is a purpose as I go yeah. forward. And that'll be, I'll know some of that. I may not know it today, but I'll know what he wants me to do today. And tomorrow, I'll know what he wants me to do tomorrow. And I'll just keep moving forward and be eternally grateful for that family that I love mm-hmm. and those friends that care for me. Mm-hmm. You know, Terry, it was the hardest thing we faced, I think. But one of the things that I've thought of and I've watched, you were so, you know, you talk about um, moving on, pushing forward. You you gain these, these attributes that cause you to be the strong woman. A strong woman that gave herself to others. And in the moment of death of Tom, and he he died of a tragic heart issue, heart attack. And but but Tricia, your daughter, was with him. Incredible strength to to walk with him to death and, and try to help and, and, and talk to the to the 911 operator and say, give me instructions. This this whole situation and process that Tricia went through, your legacy of strength is in her and through her and I watched her since we walked together through this group because we're all grieving. But man, your legacy of who you are continues to live through your children and I know your grandchildren. That's got to give you some peace. You know, you're absolutely right. Makes absolutely no sense to us. And, and yeah, I've, you know, I've got a few questions when we get on the other yeah. side. I like, you know, what in the world? But I think you are, um, you're not being, you're not being um, inauthentic. I don't know if that's a word, but you're not, you're not trying to be somebody you're not. And I yeah. love that. You're hurting. You're crying. We cry together. We laugh together. We talk about Tom. I Every day wears clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you me, me to have. I love that. Um, but, but yeah, we're moving on yeah. with that situation. Doesn't change the call that you have on your life and the strength you're showing by how you're walking through this ridiculously hard time. Um, and I think... 
I think that's been your, that's who you've been all your life, you know, and you're like, you mentioned your dad passing away. Well, that, that was so difficult and so hard. Your best friend, one of your friends, best friends uh, passing away way too early. That's hard. Nothing probably compared to what you've just gone through um, with, with Tom, but but the, the common denominator for all those things is that you continue to push through. You continue to move forward. You continue to say, you know, I'm going to trust God to take the next step. I love what you said. Sometimes it's a day-to-day thing, isn't it? It's always a day-to-day thing. Yeah. So what is it inside of Terry Collins that causes you to get out of bed, put your feet on the floor, put one foot in front of you? You've been through some hard things. Um, you've been through some very difficult things. And you've also been through some difficult things legislatively that we're not even talking about, but some very controversial, wonderful legislation to, to save lives. Um, but yet you get what what keeps you going? That's what I need to know. What keeps me going is is my faith, is my walk with God, is is wanting to follow what he calls me to do. Being willing to change whatever that call is from time to time. Um You know, being a mom and a daughter and a wife and a friend, Mm -hmm. those are really important jobs and wanting to do them well, Mm. wanting to make a difference in people's lives. Mm. Um, What gets me up and what makes me go is knowing or not knowing maybe what's going to happen that day. I like an adventure. I like a a, (laughs) fun time. I like to look for the positive side and to see the best in what can happen. Last year, when everyone was so fearful during all the COVID, and I'm grieving so new and raw, but the fear of everyone was breaking my heart. And the only thing I knew to do, since we're all kind of isolating, not really me, I was with all of y'all, <laughs> yes, but were. all the rest of the world was, and and fearful. And, and I, I knew we had 365 fear knots in the Bible. So I was kind of a goal. Every day I would get up looking for a couple of them. I finally would just look for one every day that I hadn't used before. But trying to share that fear not wow. message from the Word of God. Mm. And um, had so many people that would come in and, and they look forward to it. And that was, you know, and I look forward to it. That's what got me out of bed in the morning. That's mm. what I thought of when you said it was mm. that, what will I find today? But that's kind of the same thought process that gets me out every day. Mm. What, what will I find today? Curiosity. What will I find today? Exploring. That uh, that curious mindset is another common trait of of all great leaders. You know, you know, Terry Collins. We need more leaders like you. We need people like you who who are committed to pushing through and, and taking each day and, and living their faith and being strong and, and knowing how to get up when you're when you fall. Those are amazing traits. We, we need that. We need that. Uh, in our government, we need that in our churches, we need that in our homes and communities. Yes. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. And I got to, I know we could talk forever. We do talk forever, but yeah. we're going to, we're going to kind of turn the corner toward closing this podcast because you've been so transparent and so authentic. I want to ask you a couple of questions and then, and then we'll close. You are going through grief. You're in the second year of this grief. Uh, and, you know, grief has no, no timeline, no timeline, whatever. But if you could say something, 
to someone listening who has experienced loss of a loved one, loss of a spouse, maybe loss of a child, but, but someone that they truly love. Just a couple of thoughts. What would you what would you say to them to, to encourage them or to, to help them? What were your thoughts about that? Um, to grieve, hmm. to not not grieve. Hmm. Sometimes you grieve with people, and that's good. Sometimes you laugh when you're grieving, and you mm-hmm. tell stories. And don't hesitate to tell the stories. I think talking about it helps maybe the most. Um, take care of yourself. That's really important. I, um, even I, some days I'll wake up, and I'll have a, a full agenda. And I may just say, I just won't be doing that today Mm. I'll be doing something else and um, take find something that helps you you know I had that book about losing a spouse and um, reading through it and hearing those words some applied completely to me and some didn't apply at all but um, I stayed close with my friends Mm -hmm. I um my family kind of circled together and stayed close. And I think that's how you move through it. Mm. But I guess I would say taking care of yourself mm. and and doing that hard work of grieving. Yeah. And it's not going to go away. It's not going to get better. It's not going to change. You're just going to learn how to go, how to push forward every day. Beautiful. And that's okay. I love what you said. Be willing to do the hard work, and it is it is hard work. It is hard work. It is hard. Thank you for that. Thank you for that example that you're leading, and and how you're leading in so many areas. Can I ask you one more question sure. before we stop? So you're you are an incredible leader. You lead. I could be prejudiced, but <laughs> I think you're an incredible leader, and you lead in the community. You lead at state level and beyond, and you lead in your church, whatever. You're a great leader uh, as a woman. You've done that. What would you say, regardless of women, men, whoever, let's let's say aspiring leaders who are who are saying, I want to figure this thing out. I want to lead with my life. Maybe they're they're just getting into the, you know, to the workforce. Maybe they've been in the workforce a while, but really hadn't figured out what it takes to push through, to push on, to move forward. Give me two or three things that you would say to aspiring young leaders. What what would you what would you say to them? I would say that you need to um what makes me be able to lead is my confidence in who I am mm-hmm. and that that is found in my walk with God. And so I think you have to find what's going to give you your confidence. Mm-hmm. And I hope and pray that is also your walk with God. That's what I would say. Um, I would say to surround yourself with people that will be honest with you, that will help you be your best you. Um, that includes who you marry. That includes everything you're going to you need people around you that make you better. Mm. And I think that's important. I think you have to do your own hard work every day of that foundation building. Mm. Mine's having my devotion time. Mine's spending time, I don't know, with my Savior that makes me stronger. Mm. I think that's just so important being in the word of God being in that being in small groups that give you that confidence Mm -hmm. if you'll be confident in you because you have such a sure knowledge of where you are 
then you can go out and do whatever you want to do. You can do whatever you're led to do. Because I believe, going back to that verse, that God does call us to a purpose. And he'll help you be successful in that purpose if you're listening and following. And it's a daily time with him. It's a daily um, walk. And I don't think you underestimate that. But I think who you surround yourself with makes a difference. I think I always talk about that, your circle of influence, who's influencing you and who are you influencing. And I think those are important things to be aware of and um, make sure you're where you want to be. Because sometimes you, you wiggle into a place that's maybe not as healthy and that's up to you to get back into a place that is. Wow. Words of wisdom. You are amazing, Terry Collins. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out and talking and opening yourself to us and teaching us. You are a great example of someone who crosses the line from leading with their head and leading with their heart. Thank you for that. And uh, we look forward to all the great things, by the way, you're going to be doing for our state and uh, and all the hard things that you're willing to do. So on behalf of the people of Alabama, let me say thank you for your leadership there, too. But most of all, thanks for who you are. And, you know, we love you and care about you. And we're looking forward to the future as we push on forward. <laughs> thank you. As we push forward as we push through as terry collins would say i hope you've enjoyed this very authentic um, podcast with terry shares her heart a woman of strength um, a leader a woman who is hurting and grieving but leading through that moving forward and pushing through if by the way you know someone who is going through grief i hope that they can find some help and maybe those comments that Terry made toward the end of the podcast today, I encourage you to let them hear this and, and offer a bit of hope for them in their time of struggle. I hope you've gained some things uh, as you've listened to Terry today. Uh, I want to thank you for giving us your time. Thank you for listening to Crossing the Line, and I hope that you will join us again as we do cross that line to make a difference in the lives of those we love, live with, and lead. We'll look forward to being with you again on the next edition of Crossing the Line. Take care.